0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision.
1: So, I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. I woke up. No, I didn't wake up. I did wake up. As a kid, I had a great brother, David, David Black, um, who's now a judge. Pretty cool. Um, he was a great brother. He was the middle brother. My father had five boys. And one of the things David did was he took me under his wing. And I always looked at it as I had five fathers. So my father was kind of absent a little bit, just mentally, because he was drinking so much. Um, but my brother did. He taught me a lot about women. He taught me a lot about sports. He taught me a lot about music. Um, he let me sleep in his room. He had a fake bearskin rug, which I loved. And uh, we'd listen to AM radio. Halfway across the country, we'd listen to baseball games. It was pretty, pretty interesting stuff. You know, at 10 o'clock at night, AM radio signals travel pretty far. Um, but now, Teslas don't even have AM radios, right? So one of the things my brother David got me into was music. And one of the bands that I remember, not really my era, more his era, because uh, he's five, six years older than me, was the Cars. And Rico Kasich. And, you know was the most one of the most mainstream rock bands in the 1970s and early 80s and now you wouldn't even call them a rock band you'd probably call them new wave music for a generation uh where did the cars come from first and foremost let's just get out there and say Rick Ocasek was the singer and bassist who died 75 years old this past weekend but benjamin orr was um, a big key member who's also passed away no one remembers Benjamin Orr. Everyone remembers Rick Ocasek. Um, it goes to show you that sometimes your life is sexy, sometimes it's not, right? But these guys were kind of pioneers. Punk rock developed in English-speaking countries between 74 and 76. And this was kind of a elaborate arrangement off the backs. No longer the pioneers, but kind of like, let's find a new wave to go with this. Their moans, The Sex Pistols, The Clash, The Velvet Underground, Iggy and the Stooges. Um, what songs do you know by the Cars? Plenty is my guess. Just what I needed. It's uh, probably one of their most famous ones. Um, let the Good Times Roll, My Best Friend's Girl. Um, gosh, I can't even shake it up. Drive. So there's a whole bunch of them. Why do you care? Because they make good music and ultimately they took us in they took a trend and kind of created punk minimalism and you know they threw in some 50s rockabilly revival and it kind of made something new and iconic Um, i throw that out there because who's making stuff that's new and iconic in this day and age so i would say they have six albums of which five of them are very 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 good and one of their most famous Cars t-shirt, the Shake It Up, um, still sells well on Shopify. So there's clearly this nostalgia with it of put your kid in that shirt and he'll be a cool kid. So anyway, that's my tribute to Rico Kasich ever so quickly. And one of the bands that I was really close to being one of my bands, it wasn't quite. They were the punkiest pop band is the, is the right way the LA Times referred to them. you look at Rick O. he was a super thin guy, but he died of uh, heart disease. So um, you saw him with his wife, Polina Porschekova forever. And then they finally, finally started talking divorce. I don't know if they got through it, but it seems a little late in life, like 73, 75 to do that. But there is something called the grain divorce where a lot of people get their kids to college and then they split. There's so many lessons to be learned here, Uh, but we all die have a will have a trust uh in your career try to be groundbreaking try to be avant-garde come up with some high concept videos to go with your high concept music is what they had to do and um you know i don't think there would be a car there would be a smashing pumpkins if there wasn't the cars um just throwing on there so they're still hanging on the cars all things considered Anyhow, ever so quick tribute, sorry about that. You have to humor me that we have to learn that we all are going to die. And what sort of legacy do you want to leave? Whether it be a trust. Um, if you own a house in California, you should have a trust. It, it'll save you money in, when you die. It'll save your kids money. Um, a trust will also get you a lot more privacy. A trust will also protect you in case you're in, on the Embarcadero and you run over a bicyclist. And you kill them are like, what was that sound? I better put it in reverse and see if I could hear it again. So you run over him again. Oh! Then you put your car back in, uh, forward and you're like, I'm pretty sure that was a pothole. Let's, ru- let's go forward again. And you run over him again. That is not you appropriate this,
0: behavior. God. And you turn this
1: bicyclist into mush and then you're like, ooh, that's not good. Uh, you're going to get sued. So a trust helps. It doesn't always protect, but it helps. Uh, in some states, it downright protects. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Nobel economist Robert Schiller is saying that he's got a new book out called Narrative Economics. Highly recommend you pick it up for the holiday season. Maybe you read it for Halloween. Maybe you pick it up for someone for Christmas, which is 97 days away. And that's when we get to start shouting,
2: Santa! Merry um, Christmas!
1: But housing as an investment is kind of an interesting concept. And I catch myself at, at some, sometimes trying to you know, talk people down. When the run-up in home prices hasn't been as astronomical as it's been, you know, people look at housing as speculative. But when everything is astronomical, people look at it as, ooh, it's an investment. Uh, Americans are very fickle. So, but he's out there today saying, I kind of feel like we're going back to 2006 speculation levels. And 2006 led to 2007, 2008, the last great time to buy a home in the Bay Area in the United States. You know, different, you know, recessions, real estate recessions hit people differently. But I know more people who lost their homes and lost their entire life savings back in 2006, 2007, 2008. I've never met anyone who's done that with investing. I've met it with people who bought too many homes, who didn't account for worst case scenarios. Never met it with someone who bought 100 shares of Microsoft. So that's out there. Jobless numbers today were okay. Jobless claims increased less than forecast to 208,000. Any number under 350,000, we're going to be A-okay. It wasn't a great number. It didn't like help, but it definitely didn't hurt. Big seminars coming up this weekend. Investing beyond the 401k from 930 to 11. I'll probably go to 1130-ish. Building wealth in your 40s and 50s. Investment rules. Backdoor Roth. Active versus passive investing. Rebalancing your 401k, investing outside retirement accounts, um, whether it be those little things like acorns. I use acorns and in six, seven months, I've stashed away another $1,900 just automatically doing roll-ups on my spending. So we'll talk about that kind of stuff and more in the afternoon. It's going to be retirement income and tax planning. That's be from one to three. Which accounts do you draw from? Bad retirement products, good retirement products. Measuring risk in your portfolio. Most annuities that are sold to you are garbage. No good, no bueno. Um, high fees, high commissions, meant to make them money, not you money. So it'll be good at Chime. Um, it's a great location. It's in San Jose at the Rotary Center. It's on the fourth uh, street, it's on the seventh floor. It's free parking. The higher you go, the faster you get there. Uh, a little car is taking us to break. Uh, tip of my hat to my brother David, who is probably the greatest brother I could have imagined. And this day, is a great resource for me for uh, chit-chatting about adulting. Hopefully, we all have one of those. Find me online at Rob Black's show. That's Rob Black show. Sign up for the event at newfocusfinancial.com. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black's show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM
0: 1220, KDOW. We're making financial sense of your portfolio. Now back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
1: One of my favorite bands. If you were to put together a music soundtrack of your life, what would it be? Maybe you should do one. So your kids have it. So they can say, this is what dad and mom used to listen to when they were kind of cool. I've used Chili Peppers um, music as part of my bumpers for 20 plus years. Unfortunately, are from Los Angeles, but some good things escape Los Angeles, right? They've been playing since 1983. That's longevity in rock and roll for sure. Um, so this show is all about getting in retirement. Big seminar coming up Saturday. One of it's going to be about creating wealth so that you have wealth in retirement. One of them is going to be about managing that wealth in retirement. And sometimes the best things I could say are like, you know, just let's start thinking about these things. Like what's a retiree's bedtime? It's three hours after he fell asleep on the couch, which kind of sums me up whenever I'm on the couch. Uh, I once was asking an 103-year-old woman, I'm like, what's the best thing about being 103? She's like, what? What's the best thing about being 103? She says, no peer pressure.
2: Yeah, that's a good one.
1: (laughs) Oh, Oh, old people jokes. Impossibly funny. Apple and Disney would have got married had Steve Jobs stayed alive, according to Bob Iger. These are two of the best brands in the world. When you think brands, I want you to think Visa, Apple, Disney. Things that the moment I say their name, Nike, you kind of get the image of what it, the heck it, they're in business doing. Iger was talking yesterday in Vanity Fair. Which is probably one of the few magazines that I really like if I'm stuck on a flight, if I'm battling insomnia. Um, I like it. I like the fact that Vanity Fair writes articles that are like 12 pages long. I like being challenged to read. Apple and Disney would be merged if Steve Jobs were still alive, so it says Disney CEO Bob Iger. I love Bob Iger. I love Steve Jobs. I think uh, we should start a CEO. Who do we love and who does a great job with big brands? Apple recently announced Apple TV plus and Disney has their own subscription video streaming service coming. So Iger resigned from the board of Apple. That's fair. He, on the board, he's getting inside information about product that he's going to be competing with. So Iger talked yesterday or in the vanity fair article that came out yesterday. He learned that, you know, jobs cancer had returned only 30 minutes before the announcement of Disney's uh, $7.4 billion acquisition of Pixar. Hmm, if he knew Steve Jobs was dying of cancer and was the biggest shareholder in Pixar, would he have paid a premium or would he have waited and paid less? Or maybe no change at all. Apple's push into streaming video content has ultimately led to that rift that he has to leave. And that's good. It's good corporate governance. But notice that Disney, who has been known for family experiences, is now getting into technology. And companies that are known for technology, like Apple, are starting to get into content. And a lot of people ask the question: which is is more important, the chicken or the egg, the content or the road that the content travels on? And I got an email yesterday from Comcast because I use Comcast internet service, and you know I'm kind of a big deal. I've got the upgraded package. They're like, you're going to go up to 500 megs download and 15 up. I'm like, Woo-hoo! That's a 50% increase on up and a 20% increase in down. And then someone I was talking to, he's like, you don't even need to know the difference. <laughs> I'm like, damn you. But we are going to notice the difference at 5G, where that's where companies like Comcast become very problematic. We already have 4G Unlimited for somewhere like 60 bucks a month, maybe commercials say 20 bucks a month with four lines. or It's a pretty cheap product, right? 5g is going to be a little bit more connected a little bit more spot on a little bit less uh, spots where it drops and a lot of technology is going to flow from it it really begs the question of like companies like um and DirecTV, um dish networks and DirecTV. how are they going to survive when the satellite beam was kind of cool for the country but 5g is coming and it'll be a better direct connection do you want to own those companies Do you not want to own those companies? Do you want to have questions and conversations about it? Or am I pestering you too much? It's okay if I am. So strength today um, in the markets because Microsoft announced $40 billion share buyback and a dividend increase. Wall Street likes buyback. Well, not all. Some people don't like buybacks and dividend raises. They'd rather, can't the company find something better to do to stimulate growth? I'm okay with them. FedEx down today. It lost 13% yesterday on disappointing guidance. They've gone from saying, Amazon's not a competitor, Amazon's not a competitor, Amazon's not a competitor, Amazon's competitor. Like, what? Why did you not know that six, nine months ago? And it tells you that management either has their head up their hiney, uh, which, head up your hiney, black as a soul. Um, um, Or it tells you something's a little bit off, right? 800-516-1220 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. Um, retirement issues, consumer spending issues, inflation, you know, there's different types of inflation. Are all infl- is inflation always bad? No. Wage inflation is kind of good if, you, if you're on the right side of it, <laughs> if you're getting the wage increase. But you should have words that like key you. If you're an owner and you have to, inflate your employees' wages. Wage inflation kills your margins, right? Less money for you. Um, big seminar coming up. Would Disney and Apple have been a powerful company or what? They would have. The house that the mouse built, it could have happened, but it didn't. Now it's too late, it looks like. Anyway, big seminar coming up in San Jose at the Rotary Center this Saturday. Two events, one on wealth creation and one on wealth preservation one on income and retirement, on one on creating enough assets that they can make income for you without you going to work. Find out more by going to newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Two events this weekend. Use code radio25 to get in for free. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves, weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz.
0: Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM
1: 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, investing, and more. Going to do a big seminar this Saturday. I don't do Saturday seminars. I'm sorry. As I've gotten older, I kind of try to protect my family myself and try not to work every day of the week. Um, but yeah Saturday you're going to do two one from 9.30 to 11 on wealth creation investing beyond a 401k and I'll I'll, I'll have some ideas for you for sure some rules some investment tips CFP Chad Burton has got a lot of content he's going to be going through Um, but in the afternoon it's going to be more wealth preservation retirement planning that's really a chat event Um, so I guess that's really all I have for you right Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton to talk a little bit more about budgeting. And again, he'll be at the event Saturday, uh, two events. You can learn more at newfocusfinancial.com. You can sign up there at newfocusfinancial.com. And use just Radio 25. Chad? Now, certified financial planner, Chad Burton. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. Mr. Burton, question for you. We talk about setting priorities to get to where you want to in your life. You know, enough money for retirement, enough money for a house, enough money for your kid's college, enough money for an emergency fund. But that's only step one. Step two has to be having a budget. A budget's not fun. A budget's not sexy. You know, most people have paycheck to paycheck, and they kind of hope that they have enough money in the last two, three, four days of the month and that they're not bouncing checks. Let's talk budgets. Budgets.
2: Well yeah, and, and let's talk the fact that you know people come in and everything runs off your budget. I mean, even yeah. your asset allocation, especially in retirement, um, your whole asset allocation, how much you have in cash, stocks, bonds, real estate, it, it's all driven on how much you're gonna spend at a gross level in retirement from your income needs to pay to keep the lights on, the entertainment, the taxes, the health costs, it, it's all run based on the budget. And a lot of people come in for a financial plan. Right, without having done the work on their own, how much do you spend on a monthly basis, and you hear this on the radio all the time. People are they call in and they were asked, they're asked that question. They him and Han, they don't really know. So, when you have a budget, it's kind of humiliating because again, you start
1: factoring in just strange concepts. Phil Mickelson, he was got famous for basically saying California was too expensive for him. That his taxes, his thirty nine percent income tax, his thirteen percent state income tax. So that's fifty two percent right there, his six percent payroll tax. Oh my. He's like when he's all said and done, he's like, I'm paying sixty two to sixty three percent of my income to taxes. And then you get people like me who say you gotta save fifteen percent of your salary. So he's right there at seventy seven percent of his income goes out the door before he has anything to spend on coffee, cars, houses, his wife.
2: <laughs> Well, it's his marginal bracket. So, first of all, if he's really at that rate, he needs to get a new advisor and a new CPA. <laughs> so, but it is, it, it is, it is hard because there's so many things you can do, especially when you're self employed like, yeah. like that guy is, um, to, to shelter that. Um, you know, Phil Milk, you know who Phil Milk was. Yeah. The that. golfer. Okay. Right. Lefty. Yeah. And he quickly apologized after he said all that. Um, Look, the, the the thing is is that you have got you can't do any financial planning until you get a handle on your spending, until you, you really sit there and itemize what you do. And if you're wealthy, you don't tend to say, I'm only going to spend X number of dollars per month on eating out. You tend to just track it so that you know on a quarterly basis, are you above or below where you projected yourself to be on an annual basis. And, and that's part of your annual financial review, if not biannual review, is to say, what did I spend over the last 6 to 12 months versus what I projected myself to spend? Right. And there's so many tools out there. Um, our clients get a wealth management site that tracks all their investments, does all their projections. It also can track their spending, much like Mint.com um, can do. LearnVest is another. LearnVest.com is another uh, place that has a tool like that that's had some good reviews. It's the first step. Before you hire a financial advisor, you really need to get a handle on your expenses. Because it might be your own eye-opener to say, oh, I spend too much money in this area. And I could be saving that for retirement.
1: Yeah, I spend too much money on restaurants, that's for sure. Yeah, And until you actually
2: have software like
1: mentor, you know, any sort of budgeting software, you can't really be honest with yourself. And again, I like the visual when you see it and you're like, Whoa, I spent $18,000 last year on restaurants. You're like, that's a lot of money. I could eat in at home and saved a
2: ton. Well, and it, it will also based on your zip code and your region, it'll tell you how much other families are spending in those same categories. So you can get an idea. Are you way overboard? Are you in line with what the average person is doing? Anything else that we need to know about budgeting? Um, when it's longer term budgeting and forecasting, again, it's being realistic about how you want life to be, okay. and and figuring those items in, so you can make those decisions. As we talked about many times before, is it sometimes just working a couple of more years can allow you to achieve so many more of your goals at a more safe level in terms of how much money you have to live till age one hundred versus retiring at a specific age. So if you're 50 years old and you're projecting outward say, I still want to have this RV, I want to have this vacation home, I want to be able to remodel my house, setting those into your longer-term budget and cash flow will help you be realistic about your retirement date. Um, and too many people are retiring early, or they retire, and then they come in for a plan after that, and it's a very painful conversation. And I've seen people literally in tears to, and tell them, you, you retired too soon, you should have seen me before you Turned in your notice. It's pretty common. Yeah. Because there's kind of an arrogance of it. There's kind of a, I'm all powerful. Then
1: you realize you're really not all that powerful and it really wasn't that much money. And it's tough to get rehired later in life. Especially in, yeah, there's a lot of age discrimination. Do you ever do anything tricky with your budget? Like, um, for instance, a lot of uh, businesses have toilet paper in the staff bathrooms, do you ever like say, I'll save some money on my groceries and my toilet paper buying by just stopping off at work and grabbing some?
2: <laughs> Those are tough times. I've been, so g- I, haven't, g- I haven't done that. I do, I will take a ream of paper home for my home printer, but other than that,
1: I remember in college, I don't think I ever paid for uh, toilet paper. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I'm sticking to that story. And Lysol, you know how workplaces always have like cans of Lysol laying around? Yeah. Anyhow, I'm Rob Black. That's CFP Chad Burton. He's a certified financial planner. He manages people with wealth. You can find out more about him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. It's only 97 days till Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. Toys R Us is making another comeback. I know. You, you can't kill that Jeffrey the giraffe. Trump's a tribe. you would give him hunting rifles. But he's still out there. He's like Jason Voorhees. He's like Freddy Krueger. Jeffrey Traff is amongst us, even before Halloween this year. Kids, grab your masks. (laughs) So the new Toys R Us, I know you're saying, didn't they just close down and go bankrupt? The new Toys R Us are going to be new stores open for a limited time. So someone saved the brand name. And the company that did that is a company called True Kids Brands, and they're going to put together a candy store, a candy-topia, inside a new concept store what sells toys. First couple locations are going to be in Chicago and Atlanta, but they're going to feature you know, interactive playrooms, headsets, things like that, trying to get the kids in on the 21st century Toys R Us. They're reimagining Toys R Us with a lot of experiences. And we parents are stupid, and we're animals, and we're like, ooh, sounds like I don't have to have babysitter today. Let's go to Toys R Us Adventure Store. Um, I'm going to eat cookie. (laughs) Ah, hello, Cookie Monster. He's so upsetting. He died of diabetes.
0: I'm going to eat cookie.
1: cookie. He had to have his leg amputated. It's so sad. And then Mr. Snuffleupagus... Let's just say he's got a, a candy nose problem, a nose candy problem. Toys R Us brands was built upon celebrating the joys of childhood, and I remember. Do you remember child? Do you remember Toys R Us? It was like the end all be all. Even though you'd go in the stores and nothing was exactly where you wanted it to be. You're like, they have it. They have it. They have it. They have the new game that I really gotta have. And then you get to that that's aisle, and it's like, no, they didn't have it. Uh, the way they played with us. So, the big stories of the day. I'm not going to go into account deficits, because I think that's where I lose you. But Microsoft shares pulling the market higher today, in large part due to stock buybacks. Saying, we got the cash. Robert Schiller, Nobel-winning economist, man who I like very much so, is out there. And he's talking about the expansion in the U.S. history, and how we're in the, the largest U.S. economic expansion. Started well into the, uh, well under the Obama days. Maybe like day one, it feels like. Um, Because we're about 10 years into an economic expansion now. And he's out there and he's warning us. He said, you know, back in 2006, we started to see home construction jumping. And recently, we saw home construction jumping. So we're sneaking back into that 2006 mentality of like, well, it always goes up. In 2006 and 2007, the narrative was flipping houses and that home prices have always gone up. Then after the Great Recession, it was tragic narratives about people who lost their home, of dangers of borrowing too much, lending too much. It's been 10 years, so now the narratives are going to be forgotten and, and pushed a different direction. I like Mr. Schiller enormously. I think he's a smart guy. Big seminar coming up. Um, and Schiller always has books coming out. I think everyone is, you can learn something, trust me. You may not like him, but you can learn something. Big seminar coming up in San Jose this weekend. Two events, one on beyond investing beyond the 401k. So it's it's you're younger. You're, you're 30 to 55, probably. In the afternoon from 1 to 3, it's going to be all about income and retirement. So you're 50 to 70, probably. Uh, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can sign up for the events by going to newfocusfinancial.com or robblackshow.com. Listen to the commercials. You'll learn more. And uh, do it today, because uh, the second one's filling up quite fast. I'm Rob Black. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz
0: or on the KDOW radio app. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
1: I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money invested, in more. Retirement is complicated. Got a big event coming up about retirement and income this weekend in San Jose. George Foreman once said... The question isn't at what age I want to retire; it's at what income. Holy mackerel! I couldn't have said it better, right? You can work till the day you die in your current job, and you kind of know your income levels, right? Bringing CFP Chad Burton, the man amongst men in the world of financial planning. How are you, Mr. Burton?
2: I usually say really, really good, but I'm running about two hours of sleep with a with a second. Seat kid last night. So one of those good times as a parent, you know, that we all go through. I get less than
1: four a night, so I don't want to
2: hear it. Uh, I try to get eight, but no matter what happens, six hours, I'm wide awake. So now
1: we're boring our audience. Yeah, here we a go. The meter just hit hard.
2: <laughs> good start.
1: So I we'll started with a George yet. Foreman quote on retirement of income. And it's just complicated. It's not as easy as, as 1, 2, 3. I think wealth accumulation is easy. Cut down on what you're spending, make more money, invest 15%, tinker from there. Uh, why, is, why is retirement so complicated and not something you can really tinker with, per
2: se? Well, it's, it's much more complicated now than when I was in the business 25 years ago because there's so many different types of accounts between just your cash, your brokerage account, your employee stock purchase program of shares where if you sell it, you have some taxed a little bit as ordinary income and some taxed capital gains. You've got Roths, which are tax-free, IRAs, 401Ks, 403Bs, 457s, which are all tax deferred and have never been taxed. And then we got a tax cut package, which started as, hey, we're going to give you a tax return on a postcard to what became the most complicated tax cut I've ever seen. Um, But yet, there's some really good benefits in it for retirees, even in the state of California, despite the SALT deduction. There's so many things that you can do to really keep your taxes lower for longer. Um, And then, you know, one one that we're trying to find even better ways to help clients with, Rob, is, is just even navigating around Medicare and the different supplemental plans that people have. Um, we always tell people that start the process about three or four months before you turn 65 to go through and find the right plan for you. Um, so you can check all of your doctors, all of your prescriptions, and figure out the right way. So there's, there's some work to do That when it comes to retirement. Um, the stock part is easy to me, right? It's, you you sure. invest in quality. Um, you rebalance, The fixed income is more difficult these days than ever because of the drop in interest rates that we've seen. Where California tax-free bond funds are paying about one percent, one and a half percent, if they're you know not too interest rate sensitive. Um, CDs about two and a half. You can get at least two point two or more on cash at fdic insurance online banks. But it's just it's just different when when rates are that low. Luckily, inflation is very low, but you need kind of more to be able to retire when rates are that low, because that's where the typical retiree has 30 to 60% of their income.
1: It is not easy in any way, shape or form. We're talking to a CFP, Chad Burton, big event coming up this Saturday. So it's just a couple days away. One from nine thirty to 11 investing on a 401k one in the afternoon where we're going to be talking taxes, interest rates, uh, living longer, finding purposes in life. Um, going to hit a lot of content People can learn more at newfocusfinancial.com. And uh, like everything like the backdoor Roth, Chad, it's, it's, it's intimidating because you hit it on the nose. There's more product today than there was 20 years ago and 40 years ago.
2: There's also so much more information. So consumers are getting smarter, which is better. But what we're seeing a lot of now, is, and I, I think it's funny because the, the TD Ameritrade commercial that's out right now, analysis paralysis is so dead on. Um, really? Because there's so much information out there, we're starting to see people, you know, they, they look for stuff, they get educated, and, and then they see all of these headlines out there because of the way that social media works and, and um, how you, you know, cookies work and what you are fed in terms of ads and articles and things like that. People are trying to figure out, oh, are we going into a recession? There's an inverted yield curve and things like that. And so they get to the point where they just can't do anything and they're not moving, they're not rebalancing their portfolio, they're not shifting a little bit out of growth into value, and looking at asset classes that are have been ignored for the last five years that look attractive, they're just not doing anything. I was talking with um, three of my CFPs yesterday in a meeting, and they're like, yeah, we've noticed that people are just kind of like, well, well, we're not sure what's going on with this economy, we'll get back to you. <laughs> and so, sometimes, you know, doing nothing is about the worst thing you can do if you're Trying to say I'm going to retire in five years, yet you haven't done anything with your portfolio to transition it. Now is the time to transition it.
1: Okay. Um. What else do we need to know? We've got about a minute. Some of
2: the other things that make that make retirement more complicated today. We find, you know obviously we manage money that's what we, we do but we sure. it's kind of about 30% of what we do in terms of financial planning and helping people through different stages of life and retirement's a little bit more difficult because people are living longer um, so trying to find purpose as you go into retirement is really really important what's your routine um, I was talking to a client that could have retired 10 years ago and he's like oh work's been just kind of a pain I'm like well, go quit go in and quit. You've, you've been able to retire for 10 years, go quit, but he just doesn't know what he's going to do yet. So we're just trying to walk through that process and set up a new routine because he's such a routine oriented person. And that's why some of the things of, of heightened depression and things like that are kicking into retirement because also people are looking at social media all the time and they're comparing their lives to other people's really good pictures versus what's truly going on in their life. Right? So Living longer, medical advances make us live even longer. So you have to have more money. You've got to find that purpose. You've got to find that routine. So there's, there's a whole stage of planning that you have to do as you go into retirement.
1: Got to save some time to learn the new text codes like CBM, covered by Medicare. WTP, where the prunes. Retirement's going to be quite a challenge. You can learn more from CFP, Chad Burton, by going to newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. There's two events coming up this weekend, Saturday in San Jose at the Rotary Center, seventh floor, investing beyond the 401k in the morning, and in the afternoon right after lunch, retirement income and tax planning. Sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Use code RADIO25.